Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Another episode. Episode four. We're the best episodes. Uh, hey, welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. We are here on set. That's how we do it this season. Live. We come on set so that the energy is here. We just finished filming something, and now you get to hear it our voices. Hilarious. That's right. This is exciting. Woo! People, you might hear, yeah, you might hear people in the background woo-hooing. Jess is going nuts. You'll hear big plastic awesome! cases, shit like closing and locking. That's what people are putting their camera gear away. And this is great. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. The crew is mostly drunk right now, by <laughs> yes. the way. Yes. Except for Darren, who does not drink. And does Darren's not drink, exactly. Dad. So, but designateddriver.com. This is, da- <laughs> this is Darren Robinson. He does a security for the show. So he's he's kind of like, you're, you're like the Joker's boss. Bodyguard on set. Pretty much the the shadow. I'm in shadow. Oh, that's cool. You're like a ninja. Exactly. Like Sal, he draws a little ninja. Mm-hmm. That's you. I'm that guy. That's awesome. And of course, we're here with Green Sleeves himself, Danny Green. Hey guys, how are you? Danny Green, unhinged this season. <laughs> yeah. Unhinged, but he's not drinking. No. But he's already unhinged. He doesn't need to drink anything else. Right just to be clear, it's three in the afternoon now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I normally don't start drinking till 3 20, 3 30 or something. You understand how production works. These people yeah. got here at 6 a.m. or earlier. So like five, five a.m. And there wow, we just got someone just geez. flashed us a five. Before the sun is out. Yeah, yeah. So so right now it is it's kind of like for most people it is this is quitting time and people are having a few drinks. I said to right, Director but, Hood, I said, should we get a drink? And he's like, I already had two. <laughs> well, sometimes I get the set of ten and they're already drunk. Yeah, that's well, that's a separate thing. That's because that's the punishment that day. The crew's drunk punishment. It's a punishment for the entire uh, crew. But this is exciting. We have uh, this is going to be a great podcast. I feel it already, Darren. People always ask questions that I think you know the answer to. People always ask, you know, do people get physical with the Jokers? And you're the perfect person to, to talk to about that. I wouldn't necessarily say physical with them. I mean, mostly they just uh, want an autograph or just a photo, if anything. It's, it doesn't really get to the point where people can actually get hands-on. You know, that that, that that very rarely happens. So how do you handle that? Let's say I'm a I'm a, I'm like a fan, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's the Impractical Jokers. I, I, I'm going to walk over. There's Joe. Oh, my God, Joe, 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 Joe. It's different scenarios because when we're out, like pretty much in a mall scenario, you you really don't want too many too many people uh, gathering right. around because then it'll just like it'll be a land, it'll be you know people yeah. just the okay. mall will be super crowded. It would be too much people uh, popping up and right. just trying to stop the the production, which is the main point of us being there. Which that we try not to let that happen as much. So you're not you're not snapping necks. Nah, not on this gig. Nah, not snapping. <laughs> not necks, on this gig. But ready to. Ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because. I've seen Darren in action on set, and you're very cool, calm, and collected. But like, there'll be people like there trying to take pictures, and I'll just see you like calmly talking to them. 
and then I see them very scared walking the other way. <laughs> I mean, I, I try to not, you know, be the bully. I don't want to be that guy. No, man. I'm just here for safety issues, yeah. man. That's, and most times, if I get a one-on-one with them, they're gonna they're gonna pretty much just listen and just chill out. That's your, it. your calm demeanor also is it means a lot, I think, to the to the guys. Like yep. the fact that you're ready to go, but also you're not like overly cautious. You know, you're not like the helicopter parent <laughs> to the Jokers. No, no. And that's great because I think it rests them. They're they're they're, they know that they're safe, but at the same time, I mean, nothing crazy happens. Although last episode, this is not the one episode oh, that yeah. we're talking about today, but last week's episode, somebody like smacked Murr in the face with a phone. Yeah, I heard Tell about that. I was in I was in a plane at that time, and I I wish I could have parachuted off there. But <laughs> it, it's always ha- it always happens when I'm not here, which is great job security. But I don't like it. I, I pretty much take it personal, and I I get upset when I see the clips, and I'm like right. I, I just feel like very upset when I when I see the situations and they're being uh not even harassed when they being you know to the point where it's uncomfortable for them to film and that's the whole point were you at city field when they did the Mets punishment yes i was there i was there in the shadows as always and uh i didn't want to get too close because it was kind of open but i did i know we're trying to get as as much content as possible so i saw the lady she was getting a little crazy and i was like oh yeah no but like I said, I, I tend to stay back until it gets to the point where they can handle it. And usually they know what the what signs they give me when it's time to, to pump it up a little bit. And that's another thing to just sh- you know shout you out for is the fact that you read the situation in terms of almost like a producer. And you're like, well, this is good content for the actual show. I, this woman is yelling at Joe. She's not an immediate physical threat, so I'll back off. Whereas I think if someone didn't know, they might jump in at that situation and maybe ruin the shot. And we need that. That's the bread and butter of the show. So it is that balance. So was that something you had to learn? Yes. I mean, it's from experience, man. I got, you know, over 15, 20 years experience just in body language. I've took courses and everything. So I can pretty much sense somebody's energy from afar. Wow. And I, I usually gauge it by the time they get actually in the area, the job, I'm already well on them to know exactly what their intentions are. So you know? you're watching Danny Green right now, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> he's, on my, he's very relaxed. He's at the beach right now. Yeah, he's at the beach reading a book. You know, I love him. He's in good energy right now. So he's not looking too too dangerous. You know, and you tables, you know, at any moment. At any moment. Well, his feet. I can't see his feet. Oh, so you never know. He could sweep kick me. You know, but I don't know. Danny, yeah. Danny sweeps the leg. Yeah, sure. Exactly. But he's in the family zone, yeah. so I, I'm not I'm not on him too much. No, Dan's okay. Have have. have has Sal ever talked to you about keeping Joe from punching him when he's wearing the dark glasses? No, he hasn't. <laughs> and it's funny because I haven't been on the episode when he when he's done it. Yeah. I've seen the, the clips of yeah, it of, and, uh, of the Anytime past Anytime a Joker gets hit, you're not there. <laughs> I'm not there. It's crazy. It's, I think it's like prep. I think it's like timing. It's always it's probably it's something that's planned because I, it's always happening when I'm not around. It's that is really thing. interesting. It's like you set yeah. it up for that job security. Yeah. You're like, all right, listen, I'm gonna pay you a hundred bucks. Punch a Joker. I won't be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's funny because as soon as I walk in the door, you know, totally oblivious to what's going on. Like 50 people walking to me, like, yo, D should have been in other day, man. And we need to drink. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to hear that, man. I just want to get a bagel before we start shooting. Like, geez, like 15 people telling me that uh, it was a problem before, which, you know, I need the updates. Right. You know, I need to know what's going on. And it, it bothers me. And, and then I'm used to seeing me like on the app trying to, you know, see the clips to see what happened because they ain't going to tell me. Right. You right. Know? But uh, I know they're pretty tough and I know they could take a hit if they really had to, you know. But what season did you start? 
Ooh, man. Oh, jeez. I would imagine. I think three? Or, yeah, was it could season been, yeah. Three around there, it's maybe? It's been about two years now. Two years. Yeah. Okay. tax return. Between three and four, maybe. Oh, yeah. Says yeah, says tax return. So that don't yeah. lie. So yeah, I think it's probably true. like two years or so. That's cool. So were you a fan of the show beforehand? Totally. And it's, it's funny because, you know, I mean, I put the remote down to that show. That show was like, you know, this oh, is a, a great before way to I got in, in tune it. And the way the opportunity came to me was just like, I, I didn't believe it at the time, you yeah. know, and I had no choice but to say yes, man. It's been yeah. a pleasure ever since. And you like the vibe? We're on set right now, and you could like hear the commotion of people just like hanging out. The vibe is great here. Totally, family, and you're, the, you're a, such a great welcome member of this team. From day one, your personality has fit in perfectly with the show, and I and that's the thing. It's just like we we we're like a we're this like collective of fools. That like all just it just lucked out that it worked. But I think the Jokers, it's like that trickle down. Then like the Jokers really, they they said it, and then we we all kind of follow in their lead. And I think they keep the people that work in that kind of mindset. Yep. Like do yeah. your job, but have fun doing it. Totally, totally. I mean, I'm, at first I was a little scared to laugh out loud, and every time <laughs> I did, somebody would turn around and look at me, and it it took a while to learn how to do it. You know, yeah. so sometimes yeah. I wait till I get home just to laugh because yeah. it's hysterical the things they do. I'm it's never a dull moment. Like yeah. I wake up. Thinking like what's gonna happen, and I purposely don't read the emails just so I can uh-huh. be surprised even more. And uh, I just That's like to, cool. to, to come in and get a, a clear, clear head of what's going on for my own, you know, because I'm not in the meetings, so yeah. I, I'm definitely not. That's a great point. Like there is this sort of code of how you can laugh for when you're on set, and it's like I, I, I think like my my oral senses, my like a, or a u r my audio senses, yeah. not o r. AL. Anyway, hearing. <laughs> my hearing is like set to when whenever I hear Sal Q, Joe, or Murr laugh, then I could laugh. Mm. It's like this, like, uh, I don't want to do it until they do. Okay, they did it. Ah! Yeah, totally. You know, like, I'm the worst because I laugh about five seconds before because I kind of know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, I'll get like a look from Gavin that's like, no, not yet. You're ruining the shoot. Uh, ruin the shoot. Darren, what's uh, one of the craziest security gigs you've had? Oh, or man. biggest, too. Like, I want to yeah, hear. Biggest, I like, you, I, this is the yeah. place to name drop, unless you I, can. I, I wasn't sure. That's what I kind of like. <laughs> I got to, like, you know, are we filtered here? Like, exactly what can I say? But yeah, uh, no one listens I've to been this. on details <laughs> with, like, a lot of celebrities, man. I've, I've done pretty much most, you know, a, A-list celebrities pretty much. Wow. And I've been to the Grammys. I've been to the Tony several times. I've been on airplanes. Oh, uh, the name of few, I, I pretty much, I've, I've worked with all. Uh, Aretha Franklin, I work wow. with uh, Sion Gaju. Uh, I travel with the Fella band, the Fella show, yeah, pretty yeah, much nice. uh, through Europe. Um, just, just numerous people, man. I mean, I've, I've been blessed with, with my experience with pretty much with protective service. It's been, it's been a blessing, pretty much being on on sets. Did you much. do anything else before that? Oh yes, I did all uh, tons of of, uh, of gigs, just basically doing like. Well, in the beginning of security? No, I meant like before. Like, Had you ever had any other career before security or was that like always like your thing? I mean, security was one of the top is, is what started me. I started in loss prevention many, many, many moons ago. And cool. uh, that pretty much taught me how to like be covert. Yeah, you know, hide in the aisles. I'll follow you around the store. You wouldn't even know that I'm behind. Yeah. You. I, I was like one of the best in, in in the district, pretty much. You know, and I just cases upon cases upon, upon cases of meeting people. Mm-hmm. Is that how you met Aretha Franklin? You caught her shoplifting shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I caught her. I caught her up putting uh, some makeup in a bag. And I, was, and I was like, you don't need makeup. Come on now. So, uh, uh, that's, we we uh, need cocoa butter in our life. You know, cocoa butter. That's uh, the key. You what know a what But you're also an entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about that. You've got like a bunch of businesses, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like to invest, you know, you know, yeah. I, I don't believe in 401ks, so I tend to pretty much put my own cash down because that, I yeah. can see it grow. 
So I usually opt out to what's up one. But uh, normally, I mean, I have a barbershop, uh, yeah. tattoo parlors, uh, partnerships in, in, bar, in bars. And, you know, I, I'll put my money on anywhere. Anything we need a whole side podcast just that's like an economic, uh, like, lessons from Darren. I mean, I think that's the best thing to do, to invest into yourself, man. It's a different person to do that. And I, I tend to, I like conduits. I like to have multiple conduits as such this is being one. And I like to have multiple for, for old age pretty much you know i want to see the beach before i get 60 that's beautiful that's so cool i have one more question that uh, that pertains with the show is there one of the guys that you're more on edge like you know i know you're always prepared but like in terms of like all right this guy's hitting the floor i better get ready is there one guy that it's i mean it it has changed from the beginning like my first day was mer on a machine he, i met him and then next you know he's in the middle of the street on one of those like the plows that you plow the the, the cement down he's riding one of those taking selfies and i'm like what is this guy <laughs> wait, doing? Wait, wait, wait. this is like off camera yeah like he just <laughs> he came on set and he's basically like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do some construction work that's there and they like follow the jokes make sure you, you stick with them but then he's the wild one he's like in the middle of the street like on this machine you know that that pretty much paver pretty much you know how they put the, the pavement and he down just and decided he, to jump on one of those yeah the guy got off and he got on and was taking selfies on it i'm standing i didn't know what to do like you know attack the, the construction workers wait for them to try to get at him and i'm just like amazed at what's going on and wow he's always been like the wild one but then joe climbed on him joe pretty much would do anything joe yes, you yes. know he he doesn't have any fear at all right you know between those two you yeah. know, I, I think I got my, my work cut out. Sounds for me. low key. Yeah, Q sounds is low, low key. key. He'll do it, but he'll warn you first. Like right. I can see it coming with him, but other guys, I don't know. It's like I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, I feel like I need to be a little closer when it comes to what they're gonna do. Funny, nice. And one other thing we gotta get from Darren, uh, you love cruises. Totally, that's your thing. The connoisseur. How many cruises have you been on, roughly? Twenty-seven and counting. <laughs> Besides awesome. the Joker's cruise, which is the best cruise in the world as far as uh, I get paid to say so, uh, <laughs> what's one cruise you could recommend to the fans out there, like highly recommend going on? I like Western Caribbean. Yeah. That does it for me. That's when it goes to Jamaica, Grand Cayman Islands, Mexico. I like to get all the languages in on one trip. Nice. You know, I like yeah. to converse with all the natives. I don't like to go to one place and to stay there for five, six days. I like to basically be broad. I'm pretty broad with my experience. How long is that cruise? Seven days most, most Beautiful. times. Yeah, seven days. You'll see a lot doing that. So it's pretty, that's the best one. Pretty Where does it leave from? It depends. I've, I've gotten it from uh, from uh, Miami. Wow. And, uh, and basically that's the, the main port at least. All right. Well, you're listening to Talking Cruises with Darren. <laughs> we're going to be right back with Talk. some impractical jokers uh, as a little treat. No 401ks. <laughs> no 401ks. Great. <laughs> Hey, Joe Ambergio, can you get another round for everybody? <laughs> you woke him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Danny yeah, Green's got the credit card. Danny Green's credit card. Thanks, Amberge. No, no. We're uh, actually back right now. Darren just went to go keep the Joker secure, and we brought in the director himself, Mr. Andrew Hood. Hey, how we doing, He's joining us. Another okay. NASA head. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, actually, the right, biggest yeah. NASA head, I think. I think bigger than you a Probably lot. Probably bigger James. than me. But you made me feel better because they on the podcast the other day, I they did. asked me what NASA stood for, and I knew I didn't know the last A. Yeah, I guess I association. Got you got it wrong, too. too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Is it agency? It's agency. It is agency. Ah, it's always but it's agency. It's definitely not association because it's not a corporation. I'm it's not. It's a government 
agency. Smart. That's why I work on this show. <laughs> Hood, I, you are such a likable character. Oh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> you also, you kind of resemble like Animal from uh, the Muppets. Mm-hmm. I, re- I resemble a lot of famous or celebrity people. Muppets. You know, Muppets also. <laughs> and I'm very animated. If you've seen me on TV. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, sometimes behind the scenes you just see you. And actually, I would say that a lot of times when everyone's losing their stuff, you are remaining composed because you're calling the shots. You're the quarterback of the show. Yeah, it's very hard to for me to enjoy the show when we're <laughs> shooting it. Right. It's very painful for me. I'm very nervous. I'm yeah. pretty sure this will never work. <laughs> but it's worked literally every single time we've done it. And what what exactly is your title? I'm the director. And uh, what is, for fans out there, what does a director do? Uh, people ask me questions and I answer them and then I gain information and distribute it. Um, okay, that's so that's so insane. <laughs> let me answer this for him. He so basically we're a hidden camera show. His specialty is robot uh, robotic, sorry, camera work. It's all hidden camera. I've hidden camera. Done commercials, television shows, pilots, many series, hidden camera. For a decade. You did a lot of hidden camera. Actually, one time, okay, sorry, but me and oh, that's right. my family were out in Williamsburg getting brunch, and Hood just comes up from behind me. He's like, hey, we're going to do a hidden camera bit behind you for another show. I'm like, because it was a weekend for us, but he's working on another gig. That's yeah. so funny. And he's like, this baby's going to poop. It's not a real baby. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> uh, that is so nice of you to like see a person like you, yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, I didn't, like you, I didn't want him to react like he knew that we were shooting a show. I wanted him to react like he was like, what is this? Uh, so another thing you do, Hood, is you will come to a location. So, again, we are filming today. We filmed, sorry, past tense, today at a location. And you'll come to a location, and you'll make sure that it is capable to be filmed in? Yeah, there's a lot of concerns, both technical and creative, that come into scouting a location for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and often we come to locations without creative at all, and we're like, well, what if we just played around here? Would that work? Um, but it's, a, it's, a, it's establishing where and how everything is going to work and where it's going to go. Some people who reach out to us are business owners. And so what are some of the... Like, very the, excited the, fans that own businesses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what are some of the, the checkboxes for the perfect location for a hidden camera or Impractical Joker shoot? We really want a strong mark flow. Like we want people coming into the store and actively, you know, participating with employees and then getting out. I love this because <laughs> I, I, fa- I love when, like, when the fans get to hear the terms we use. So, like, a mark is something we say as like just a person, but like because it's hidden camera, it, it like you know the, the the mark is like the person that we like you know I, I, how does that where does that come from the marked person? I, I guess so. Like I honestly don't know where it comes from, but it's always the been the word. Yeah, like mark. Did you get that mark? Shoot that mark. Zoom yeah. in on that mark. Yeah. Like, mark. So mark flow is basically how often people come in, like uh, the turnover, because right. we obviously, if there's, if it's a, let's say it's a coffee shop with a lot of people that just sit there forever. We can't film there because it's the same people for the whole bit right. and they'll know what's happening. Right. A fancy restaurant uh, has slow turnover where people are not leaving quickly. They are taking their time and eating their steak. Um, whereas like a fast food joint like a white has castle. fast, like a white castle, yeah. uh, has a very fast turnover, mm-hmm. but it has a completely different clientele. The steakhouse has, you know, Stuffy. corporate people, people with lots of money mm-hmm. and who are in meetings or business meetings or lunches and they have a different viewpoint on the world and also maybe don't want to sign 
uh, to be released, yeah. you know, to be on TV because they're high-profile people. Wow. Whereas, like a White Castle, we maybe don't have the highest-end clientele, and we have um, people who are moving quickly, and sometimes crazy people. <laughs> Has there so, ever been a famous person on the show or a high-profile person who like was Like, by a, accident? Yeah. Good you know, there question. was a sports editor from ESPN that was on the show by accident one time. Pete, Pete McPartland would know better about that. Yeah. But I'm usually so focused that I can't even remember. You're such a good, you're such a good employee. <laughs> no, in the bit, I'm so focused. I can't even, like, get the joke. Because like, you're I'm so just talented. Like, I'm like, okay, here we go. Director. Here we go. Go, go, go. go. No, that's not, uh, that's not what I'm saying. Judd Apatow was on oh, yeah. the show one time. When uh, John Zaluga was dressed up as the bed troll, uh-huh. Hugh took him out on the street just to embarrass him, basically. And Zaluga standing outside of a deli, and Judd Apatow walks by him and, like, does a double take and is like, what the heck is this? And uh, Zaluga just stood there ashamed because Zaluga <laughs> one of his heroes. Right. Yeah, and he's like, well, here's how we meet. That's John Zaluga, who's been on this podcast, he's a comedy producer on the show, and yeah. he has his own podcast yeah, the called The Super podcast. Live Adventure. Yeah, that's Check right. Check that out. And uh, so, Hood, uh, one of the other things that's probably on the, on the checklist of a, of, a, of a place where we could film is like a giant downstairs, like what we're in right now. Yeah, that's what most spaces lack um, is uh, a proper space for our BTS and control. Control takes up a lot of space. Production takes up a lot of space. Craft services for all my snacks yes. and seltzers that I drink constantly um, takes up space. And that's why, uh, so the punishment last night was the Gramercy Theater punishment where Murr's the stripper after he gets the allergy test. That place was perfect Yeah, we need for it us. was perfect and we needed roughly 1,500 square feet just to fit our behind-the-scenes production elements from the stage area. And it was really perfect because they had a bar and they let us party there afterwards. Oh, yeah, and we had an right. open bar because the Jokers paid for it and we got pretty drunk. The only difference between that shoot and other shoots is that that one, the booze was free. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, like, today right we're paying for it. That one. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, but sometimes there's a big party where the Jokers are like, yeah, I'll throw down, like, some money so yeah. that people like so that my my like team can like have a little fun and yeah. that's nice i yeah. love that that's a good perk yeah and the jokers like to spend time with us honestly yeah. they are our yeah. friends and they want to treat us well so we've been out on many nights that i don't remember my history my history with the jokers is kind of like that aside from the show like sal was my bartender i accidentally one time introduced him and so was our dp my, our dp who's that uh jeff Sellis, our dp uh his bartender was sal, sal. yeah yeah <laughs> of course i mean it was the same place so i guess the the lesson is hang out in bars yes. for career advancement I, you never know who who you're gonna meet the, the old school thing right remember this like the old school thing was like people would smoke cigarettes outside of their job and then that that's how they would get raises and like and like uh promotions because you meet people right there's even like a friends episode i think where like chandler does that or i don't know i forget yeah it's an offline talk where you (laughs) can be honest and both you know be addicted to something (laughs) our crew smokes stuff too outside of shoots and all that uh so hood i got a question for you Uh big nasa guy just how'd you get what are you excited about right now that's going on in space Hit me with it. What am I excited about right now in space? I mean, Elon Musk is just blasting his own cars into orbit all the way out to the asteroid belt. It's very exciting stuff. Playing some Bowie. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that thing basically worked perfectly. Did you see those two rockets land simultaneously? You talking Falcon Heavy or which one? insane. 
Um, the Falcon Heavy this. dual side boosters landing at uh, landing zone one and landing zone two at Cape Canaveral. That was that was a pretty intense moment for me. I was crying in Delmonico's really? the, the, the the at the, at the bar at Delmonico's, the crying <laughs> in excitement. How'd you get so into space? Uh, I've always wanted to be an astronaut, and I'm terrible at math. <laughs> and that also, you're too and tall. Too tall. To be yeah, you can't fit in the seat. You're six foot ten. It's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it depends on what how bad the day's going. On a good day, I'm six five. Yeah. On a really bad bad day, I'm about six two and a half. Okay. What's your ideal shoot? Like, because I, I know that, like, with like, you know, you like space stuff. I'm sure you love technology. You got into robotic camera work. Mm-hmm. What's like the perfect balance of like creative, creatively stimulating while also being not too, not too hard, not too easy? I, I like hard. Yeah. Um, and I've worked on many shows that required. You know, very difficult setups and difficult creative, um, and we pulled it off successfully. I mean, I don't know about ratings, but we pulled it <laughs> off. Uh, but uh, I really like a challenge. I really do. Um, I so, like, I, Jurassic Park was ooh. a huge and challenge. And you're talking about, not the movies. No, Jurassic Park, <laughs> the, the ride, ride river adventure. Universal Studios. Most Universal Studios in Atlanta, Florida. Shoot, right? Yeah, I think we used 31 or 33. By by the time you get that high, you lose track of how many cameras. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most, though. Yeah, it was very complicated. It required two totally different control rooms. and Two um, different, like, morning setups. Yeah, exactly. You know, normally we set up four robotic cameras and have a control room with four yeah. operators to sit down at a table. We had two of those control rooms separated by a half a mile. And, and we're an not, enormous we're, track that we had to cover. And we're not in our home turf. We're not like at our, in New York City where we could like run and no. get an extra camera. No. We have to figure that out in a whole other state. Yeah, and we had to rely heavily on Universal Studios' production team to assist us in getting all the access and you know, running all that stuff around. It was it was a major effort. It's the biggest effort I think we've ever taken on the show. I think that's something that really, uh, another thing that combines our crew, aside from um, addictions. Uh, it's, it's, it is a, it's it's like everybody wants to work hard. Pete McPartland, who's like a Grammy winning, or Grammy, sorry. Emmy winning. Emmy yeah. winning director. I get my, he's a, he was he probably has Tonys too. Yeah. He, uh, he He's like won Emmys. He loves this show because... It's a challenge. Yeah. It's it's a show that he has to keep figuring out. Every every day is a new location. We you know how we it's very rare that we even have like even like Fairway, a grocery store that we've filmed in several times. That's the most we've done a location more than once. Yeah. Even White Castle, I think we did 3 times in the course of you know, a hundred and over 150 episodes that, you know, that, that all have like at least three to five, you know, challenges. And I, I, bet, I bet our viewers don't even realize that grocery stores are our hardest bits to do. Really? Tell yeah. me about that. Because, you know, it, you, grocery stores are enormous. And like, where can we be that's hidden and quiet where we can have BTS? Yeah. That could be several hundred feet away. And technology, is this is not wireless. No. Everything has to be wired up. Like, the audio is wireless. They can wear little hip packs. But the, everything has to be wired up. And it requires enormous lengths of cable. And it takes many, many hours to mm. run this stuff out. They, people got here at 5 a.m. today. And we set up until 12. And we shot for 30 minutes and then for punishment. And then it took two hours, and they went home. But grocery stores are the same way. But usually we shoot for four hours. Like we right. set up for five hours. 
than four hours of shooting, than two hours of pulling it down. It's just the distance is so far. And then the mark flow. Who are these people? Everybody comes in the grocery store, and everyone comes in a totally different mindset. Some people hate grocery shopping. Some people love grocery shopping. What about you? What what camp do you fall in? I love grocery shopping unless I'm not hungry. What if you got that? I'm not really interested in. If the kids are with me, it can be fun. Yeah. It can be fun. The baby reaches for all kinds of things, and then I have to pay for things that I can't actually take on because they're broken. (laughs) (laughs) Clean up an aisle six. That's amazing. But also, grocery store offers the opportunity to have a lot of cameras because it's organic to the environment. It's true, but also people, people aren't necessarily all looking for the same thing. So it's like, what aisle serves us best? Bread? Milk? Like, what is everybody getting? Yeah, I'm not eating bread right now. Also, so. where, do pe- where, where do people linger? Like, mm. sometimes we need people to linger. Sometimes we need to move quickly. Like, you know, like uh, uh, Stock Boy Shootout. We kind of need people to move quickly. It's like, a, it's like a minute or two minute long thing. Right. And, like, we want them to move yeah. seamlessly through our space and make it harder for one joker and then easier for one joker and then harder for that one and then easier for this one. Um, pocketing. You want to linger. pocketing is a really tricky one. But like that's because we need to see their pockets, like mm. and like where they're gonna put the the pencil, and the jokers Open don't space. let us know. It's like each bit requires a different set, or or has a different set of needs, and uh, you don't always know if it's really gonna work. That's honestly every single day. I'm not I'm not sure this is really gonna work. That is so cool. <laughs> this is I love this information. That's great, Hood. I want to thank you, and also want to yell at you real quick. Uh, in the episode last night, the guys that are dentists and they're talking about how John Wilkes Booth shot JFK. I know it was driving me crazy. And I know you're smart and you're the director. And how did you let that get in? I know. How I was just like, guys, let guys, guys hello, Harvey Oswald. Anyway, come on, no. And Someone's maybe some other them. guys behind the grassy uh, knoll. And I, that's made it to air without us ever calling it out. Oh no! I, really? Yeah, we never call it out in the cut. So. We failed. I send you we off failed, with that. We man. failed you, America. Again, like I'm so focused you. on making director. sure we see what yeah, we want to see so and we hear what we want to see that I forget to listen to what they're actually <laughs> saying. Andrew Hood, everybody. Andrew Thank, Hood. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Likes, dislikes. I mean, the Jokers have them all. And I wanted to talk to the king of it, Sal Volcano. He knows what he likes. He's a particular man. He's a particular man. He's got opinions. And I wanted to get some real Sal opinions. And so I asked him a few questions. Let's go to the tape. Great. All right. So, Sal, I'm going to ask you a few things. You tell me if you, if you love it or hate it. And you can't be in, in between. Okay? So if I don't love it, I hate it. You have to either love it or you hate it. Okay. Okay? Here we go. Skim milk. Love it. Why? Well, I should say hate it now. See, this is good. I always drank skim milk. I drank uh-huh. skim milk for, I swear to God, for 20 years. I gave up on whole milk at a young age. But about three years ago, I switched off milk. Wow. And I started drinking almond milk. Yeah. And now I heard that skim milk is not good for you. And you should be drinking milk with fat in it. Yes. But I was like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm now drinking three years of almond milk. And the other day, I heard almond milk is not good for the environment. Yeah, I know. And not good for you. I know. And now I don't know what's what about milk. So, skim so milk. I switched back to hate it. Okay. And you're going for heavy cream. All right. Hemp milk. Hemp, Hemp milk. milk. That's weed in it. All right. I can't, I can't keep up with milk. He gets drug tested. I can't keep up with milk now. All right. Ready? So we're going to do these a little faster. Go. Okay? I got it. I'll say the thing. Go. You, you have to say love it, hate it, and give it a little reason why. Got it. Okay. Ready? Salads. Hate it. I mean, really, my heart hearts, I don't want to eat a salad. Arbor Day. Hate it. 
I don't even know what it is. If I'm going to celebrate it, I, I'm sorry about all the people that died for Armand. Surge protectors. Uh, love them because I like to, my things to be protected. Mm -hmm. Patents. Um, love them because I like things to be protected. Duvet covers. <laughs> uh, love them because you could switch the look and style of the room and wash them without much fanfare. Mm -hmm. Beer pong. Uh, love it because I will say that most of the time when I played it, it's been a good experience. Lower back tattoos. Hate it. Uh, it's just outdone, doesn't belong there. I've never seen one that I like. Everybody regrets them. Cashmere. Love it. It's soft, it's breathable, it's luxurious. NASA. Uh, love it. It's really making strides. Circumcision. Uh, love it. Kombucha. Um, hate it. Really have no opinion, but I don't love it. Math. Uh, love it. I like stuff like that. E-cigs. Um, whoo, whoo. Hate it. I hate smoking in any capacity, even though I did once. Finger spinners. Fidget, sorry, fidget spinners. Um, hate it. Stupid fad. Airline food. Hate it. I mean, we could make improvements. They see other food is out there. <laughs> Goatees. Uh, well, I love it. I like different looks and I uh, people's uh, ability to express themselves. All right, nice job. Thanks, man. Did I win anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how'd you think about my? What'd you think about my opinion? <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> I love a glass of hand milk. It was great. Yeah, yeah, great, great. That's opinion. a fun game. It's a fun game because you have to decide. I like, I like having to justify love or hate, quick and mm -hmm. and efficiently. I know, and then after just to, to have to say, give a reason. It's a fun game. It's so fun. Anyone can play it. I, I, like when it was over, I wanted to keep playing. I know, right? You're like you're onto something. <laughs> it's just like fun having an opinion. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because even if you don't have an opinion, you have to give an opinion, I and know. then you realize you do have an opinion. <laughs> you're like, especially when you're like, I hate it because I guess I don't love it. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, it's a good game. Oh, like that's a good drinking game. Yes. Well, there's no like. Yeah, we just drink what we what we play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that at the sleepover. Yeah. We're gonna have a sleepover, right? Love them. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I love yeah. to sleep. It's always fun. I mean, this sound, I, I don't mean this to sound crazy, but when we have, we're gonna have like a like a, oh, a right. staff of Impractical Joker sleepover. Yes. We should we should probably have your nieces there. Like, wouldn't that add to the? Oh, well, then we can't drink. You can drink. I don't want to drink around kids. You ever been to a wedding? Yeah, you're right. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> I mean, this guy. Opinionated, huh? He's very opinionated. Beautiful. Love him. <laughs> All right, so a little bit about last night's episode. Uh, back as dentist, which is one of my favorite bits. I mean, that's we've iconic. That's like the first like real like kind of medical uh, occupation that we filmed with, and then we brought it back. <laughs> yeah, and just Joe in the leather jacket really reminded me of like Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh yeah. If you haven't seen that, please check it out. It's a fantastic <laughs> scene. But then this other bit. So there's a moment in, uh, in the second bit where Q is reading Murr's tweets and the guys tweeted for him, I strongly believe in segregation. And then a fan comes up and this ties into like what we were talking about with Darren before. A fan comes up and is trying to like take a picture with Murray during a bit. And she's a black fan. And it's right after Murray says, I strongly believe in segregation. Murr tells her to sit down and now and then gets flustered. But he's telling her to sit down because basically when fans come up during the shoot and say they know you from a TV show, it ruins our shoot. We can't have people. We're 
a hidden camera show, not yeah. exposed. Where we're being like, he's like, please sit down. You're like, you're ruining the shoot. And meanwhile, it just, it like came up perfectly to make him look like a complete jerk. Yep. And so that's how that all comes together. So it's like when somebody's filming, they'll be like, please go away. We're filming right now. You can't do that. And it just, the way it came up last night was so funny. Murray is actually the most likable at being a jerk. Yes, very much so. He kind of pulls it off in a way that you're like, ah, I can't, I can't hate you. Those cute eyes. But they did hate him last night in the punishment. Of course. When he gets jacked up with histamines. All right, so this punishment is f- fantastic. Histamines and like dancing. I mean, he looked like he looked like this pimply, leathery, like lizard. It was insane. <laughs> also, just a little backstory. So, Doctor Frank, God bless him. Thank you for being. Our uh, resident uh, in-house uh, <laughs> herder of myrrh, like, <laughs> yeah. like you bend the rules of the Hippocratic Oath to our. Uh, what a nice benefit. guy! Also, good-looking yeah. guy. Easy, easy Handsome on the man. eyes, huh? No, I, honestly, the nicest guy. And but we asked him, we're like, so here's real talk. Murray had one of those allergy tests. We found out exactly what he's allergic to, real things, like whatever, dogweed and uh, other things that they prick him with. And we find, Dogweed? Yeah. It's very, what is dogweed? It's like uh, what the crew smokes. I don't know. But it's like <laughs> it's things that... Ragweed? That's one, too. But dogweed, I think, is also on there. Dogweed? Is that a real thing? Dogweed. Green? I'm going to check right now. I'm going to check you, my Danny. sources. It's one of the things that Murr's most allergic to, I think, according to his actual allergy test. Dogweed. But those are the things that he's most allergic to. And we like asked, Snoop Dogg's weed? That's what the crew smokes. Okay. There's gotcha. another one that Murr's allergic to. And we wanted to stick him with the things that he was most allergic to. Yes. And Dr. Frank said, hilarious, I won't do it. Uh, oh, he and, drew the line. Yeah, he drew First the line. First time and in so history he's of like, Jokers. But you know what you guys can do? You can give him some histamines, which everyone's allergic to. There is oh. such a thing as dogweed. Sorry, That's real all... quick. Just to let everyone know, it's a common name for several plants formerly in, included in genus. I can't even say yeah, Latin. Yeah, you read that. Uh, dogweed includes species in the, in the genera Andelophyllum, Tilophyllum, Millum, Gillibillum. So now you prickly know. Prickly leaf dogweed. That's the prickliest of the leaves, baby. All right. That's what Mur, Mur is allergic to, the weed that... Canines smoke. <laughs> uh, pretty crazy, but yeah. So he wouldn't he wouldn't use like the actual the histamines thing. that would mess him up, but he used ones that everyone reacts to, right? Right, exactly. So the real things that like Murr was very allergic to, he's like, ah, we can't do that. That'd, can, that'd be bad. Histamines, like, it'll make him break out for the show, but it won't be long term bad it's for the him. The control, almost, right? Yeah. Like I think, like when they do the prick test, right? I'm, am I allowed to say that prick test? The prick test? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. Because I'm allowed to say prick test. Prick test. But yeah. I can't say prick. You can say prick. You can say prick. Okay, good. Anyway, so yeah, so we use the control, the thing that everyone has to react to, to make sure you know that it's the test is working and right. make sure that you're human. I guess. Right. And I guess we learned that Murr and is human. That's a, that's a little bit of a surprise. What do you mean? I didn't think he was human. I know, yeah. I yeah. thought he was like think robot. Part robot, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, wow, robot, robot mutant. Yeah. Ferret. Sal does accuse him of having acid that runs through his veins in the episode <laughs> last night. But Murr, I think he kind of, like, there's a, there's definitely some ladies that were like, all right, I'm into this guy. Even though, like, you know, f- like flaws and all. I thought he looked pretty good, actually. I mean, forgetting about the, the bumps on his skin, he, he looks He looks fit. like he's in shape, huh? Yeah, it looks like he's yeah, in he's shape. Yeah, he's fit. He's not uh, a beefcake. 
like the other gentleman from Thunder Down Under, right. Thunder from Down Under. He's Nobody looks good compared to that. Yeah. He's the closest that could fit into that world. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like both personality-wise and, right. and look-wise. <laughs> but also, I talked to those guys, and they were like, he did a pretty good job. Yeah, he was he, a good dancer. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, he's disgusting, and I wouldn't want to have him grind up on me really? ever. No? No, I don't know. You? No. no, of course not. Yeah, right. You were trying to egg <laughs> Danny's no, unhinged. Like, no, no. Danny unhinged. <laughs> Danny, have you been to a strip club? Not for a long time, but yes, but I've been yes. to a strip club. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I went for my, my wow. bachelor party. Really? Yeah. Danny Green loves male strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. Why did you assume I meant the other? See? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so I pulled up. <laughs> I probably can't. I have MERS allergy test. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's I don't tell know why people. I have this. This is like his medical information. I know what. So let's well, play. Well, for the show sometimes, like, we need behind-the-scenes details, and we reach out, and we get things like this. And yeah. so we reached out to, like, a contact at Mer, of Mer who let us know that she had the allergy test, and she gave it to us. And this is where it came from. Sometimes, like, punishments come from this, like, our sources. We've had fr- I've had friends of Sal and or any of the guys He'd be like, hey, I have these old photos of Sal. They're embarrassing. Do you want them? And I was like, yeah. It's like some of them I haven't even used. I have old stuff of them that I haven't even used yet. But that's what you do as a producer. You take this and you use it. You're like yeah. Robin Hood with embarrassment. It's a long it sounds con. like there's probably going to be 20 seasons of this show. So, yeah. Is WikiLeaks involved? I mean, oh, have yeah. they contacted Big you? Time. Edward Snowden, Big for time. sure, gives us a lot of information. Yeah, he's been working on the show in deep cover for a long yeah. time. He's executive so, producer. Okay, so we're going to play a little game called Is Murr Allergic? Oh, great. I love it. Are you ready? Here we Casey, go. is Murr allergic to maple trees? Yes. Negative. Oh, gosh. Uh, is he allergic to a hickory tree? Yes. Negative. Oh, so far, trees. I'm allergic to all trees. <laughs> a beech tree? No. Yes, he is. Oh, gosh. Ding, ding, ding. Mer- <laughs> wait, wait, allergic. I don't understand this game. Is this just... I just have his allergy test. Is, is Mer allergic to an English plantain? Uh, it's a type of weed. Plantain? Wait, a type of weed? It's a, it's a called an English plantain. It's a type of weed. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. Oh, Mer finally. is allergic. Beech trees and pl- English plantains. Is Mer allergic to mugwort? Mugwort. Uh... I mean, yeah, he's yeah. got to be. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Mugwort. Wow. For all the money, that's Casey. The, that's the school I went to. The, the, <laughs> mugwort. I, it wasn't Hogwarts. It was Mugwort. <laughs> Is Murray allergic to dandelions? Yes. And what the? Wait, wait. So he's not very allergic to anything. He's allergic to those other ones. What about cats and dogs? Is that how on, often do you get? Both. How often both? do you yeah, come into bit. contact with mugwort? I don't know. I'm going to have a dog and cat sick him. So, yeah, he's not allergic to rabbits or mice or horses or hamsters or guinea pigs. All right, good to know. So See? that's it. And that's a, a, too much information that you guys just got. But that's a little game we called Is Murr Allergic? And we might have to legally cut it. <laughs> no. Or air it. Why? No, nah, we won't. We'll air it. We got to air we'll it. We'll air it. He won't care. Why don't you and I both say things that we're allergic to? Okay. I have a fun one. It's a weird one. All Penicillin. Right. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I definitely don't want to get a gonorrhea, which, which is the one that you use. Yeah. yeah I mean, you yeah, definitely don't want to get gonorrhea. Nobody definitely wanted wants it. to get gonorrhea. No, I wanted it. I really wanted it. <laughs> oh, then you could take that sweet bubblegum amoxicillin and get rid of it. You don't, know, you don't even know the reference. Nope. It's a delicious bubblegum medicine you have as a kid. 
I'm a, I'm a little bit allergic to dogs, and my family had dogs growing up because they're just like, the dog's too cute. Sorry, bud. Yeah. We're going to have a golden retriever, so enjoy. I'm allergic to cats, and I've, like, dated, like, women who had cats, and I just, like, allowed it. I just, like, yeah. I just suffered through it. I was yeah. just like, yeah, I guess I'm just going to be stuffy every time we hang out. <laughs> but that's all over because I'm married, and that's the end of the official Impractical Jokers podcast. I don't know why, but that felt like a good ending. Thank you, that's James it. McCarthy. Thank you, Casey Jost. Danny Green. I'm allergic to white wine, just FYI. <laughs> That's right. That's the second Sorry. time that's come up in this podcast. I bashed podcast. my head into the thing. I'm allergic to microphones. I just got excited that you were so unleashed. <laughs> Unhinged, Danny Green. And champagne. They're the same grape. Wow. Yeah. You're allergic to grapes. No, no. Grapes that's... are fine. Just white wine and champagne. Wait, wait, wait. You said it's the same. Oh, it's a fermented. It comes from the same grape, yeah. And do you, if you, oh, so it's, but it's not the grape? It's the, how it ferments? I can, I can eat green grapes. That's fine. If anybody wants to... Share green grapes with me. You are a mystery wrapped in an enigma inside a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> At least about fruit, yeah. Oh, my God. Danny Green. Yep. DJ Green, what is your, what is your t- uh, Twitter? D Green 49. D Green 49. At, at Casey Jost. At MC Mick James, James McCarthy. McCarthy. Mick James McCarthy. Thanks, Darren Robinson, for being on the episode. Yeah. Security himself. Uh, and also, thanks, Andrew Hood, our director, for uh-huh. being on the episode. The Ds. We had the Ds on, the double Ds on this episode. <laughs> That's right. And uh, guys, don't bring any um, cockroaches around Murray because he's also allergic to that. There you go. There you go. Thank you guys so much. Make sure to subscribe, like it, review it. Tell us uh, what you'd like to hear at hashtag Jokers Podcast and make sure they ask us some questions. Hashtag Ask a Joker. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Another round in Bergia. <laughs>